The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back, my friends. Thanks for joining us again on this Tuesday and giving us time to be together in God's Word. And glad you're joining us as we have been going through the life of Christ through the book, through the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, and going through the Sermon on the Mount, really, for the last couple of weeks. Uh, we are in Matthew chapter 7. So if you're following along with Scripture or a tablet or phone or something, uh, we're in Matthew 7 as we jump into uh, the Word of God today to deal with what probably look at two sections of Scripture that really dovetail uh, back uh, on each other. So we're in verse chapter 7, verse number 13. So the first thing we see is the first two verses where Jesus talks about the reality that finding heaven, finding truth, finding Jesus, uh, while it is simplistic, he calls it narrow and somewhat difficult. Verse 13, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it, because narrow is the gate and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. So the one thing I do find intriguing, what he's talking about here is finding heaven, finding salvation, finding truth. And he says it is narrow. Wide is the way, broad is the way that leads to destruction, narrows the way. And really, um, we talk about today, uh, some would even say that our teaching would be intolerant, that we need to allow for other religions and other belief systems. I've even heard the phrase, we all worship the same God anyway, so does it really matter? And the fact is it does, because there is only one way to heaven. God is the creator of the earth or universe. He's the author of heaven. He's the author of our lives. And he's the author of salvation. Um, and th- he's only given one way. When sin came into the world, there's only one way. Uh, a lot of religions like to rewrite how this happened. A lot of religions like to rewrite how we approach um, truth and heaven and things of that nature. But the simple answer is there's only one way. Now, uh, let me explain, first of all, what it is. Uh, one, the one way is Jesus Christ alone. John 14, 6, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. He is speaking of himself. He's speaking of the gospel through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus died for sin, he went to the grave, he rose again, giving us victory over the grave, and it is through us turning from our sin and turning to Jesus and putting our faith in him, and him alone for eternal salvation is the only way to heaven. And it honestly, it seems, it seems limited or complicated, but it's actually simplistic. Jesus did the hard work on the cross. For us, it's just coming to him. He says, for by grace, his grace, are we saved through our faith. Not of ourselves, the gift of God. Not of works, lest we would boast on it, lest any man would boast. So it is narrow, it is specific, it's on purpose. But please understand this, it's not as complicated to find, especially if you live in America. The truth is out there. I mean, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of podcasts and churches online today where you can find that teach the truth. Now, here's where it can become confusing because some people want to say that everything has to be my way. You know, I, I'm, I'm a pastor of a Baptist church, and that's going to be different than a church down the street. And a lot of times what people get confused by is the differences in beliefs between them and us. And while there are some churches who absolutely teach the lie when it comes to salvation, a lot of times we get confused in the preferential differences of the church. Go back to the Bible. Let the Bible be the answer. If the person sharing you truth of salvation is using Bible or he's using church tradition. If he's using church tradition, he's wrong. If he's using the Bible, then you're heading down the right way. What does the Bible say about it? But let's continue as we look down the next couple of verses. He says, Beware of false prophets who come and come to you in cheap clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. 
you will know them by their fruits. Catch this, do men gather grapes or thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown to the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Now, most people, and I've heard this, I say most, a lot of people run to this passage, and they say this is a great section of Scripture to talk about whether you know someone's been saved. And while there are some truths, you will know them by their fruits. If you're truly saved, God is going to come through you. Holy Spirit's going to work through you. Um, if any man's in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. All, behold, all things are becoming new. That is truth. So it's not wrong to say that this passage is not referring to that, but it is actually not referring to that. Okay? The applications there, the principles are you can find in other parts of Scripture. But in context, this is referencing false teachers. Now here's the thing to catch on this when he's talking about that. And it comes to the idea of referencing false teachers. Because it fits well with verse 13 and 14. What's he saying? One of the reasons people have a hard time finding the simple yet narrow truth of salvation is because they are surrounded by false teachers. Teachers who push their church's opinion. Teachers who ignore what scripture says. Teachers who are about themselves and their own tradition and their own all of these different things. And they twist scripture. Now it says that they come in sheep's clothing, but they are really ravenous wolves. Now why? They look good. They sound good. I'm guaranteeing you they're probably very intelligent, more than likely extremely good at communicating, great at speech. And when you listen to them, you're like, man, they're really good at this. And when they're talking, you're going to say, I don't even know what to tell them they're wrong. They're intelligent. So the question does not come back as, can you prove that person wrong? you got to come back and say, what is what they're saying? How does it fit in comparison to Scripture? What does it say? Go back and listen to what they're saying and then compare what they're saying to Scripture. What you're going to find is they never stay in context. They like to take one or two verses and they like to run with that, not reading the whole thing in context. Um, they, they like to just, you know, hold in one thing and they don't want to explain it. Uh, if you look at other parts of Scripture, what they say contradicts. And they'll even come back and say, well, not everybody can know exactly all the Scripture. is too complicated. Uh, the Bible's given for everybody. Uh, because, but ultimately, you'll know them by their, by their roots. Listen long enough. And you're going to find that they're, they're self-motivated. They're about getting money for themselves. They're about building a brand. They're about building a movement. And I'm not saying all big churches are doing this. What I'm saying is make sure that you go back and find out, are they following Scripture? Are they following Scripture in the area of salvation? Are they following Scripture in the area of practice? The Bible is clear. And a lot of people, want, I've heard this about certain differences. Well, we can't really know if the Bible really says that. What's that? The original Greek. When people start going back and start questioning the veracity of Scripture, you know they're a false teacher because if scripture interferes or contradicts their teaching they're wrong and that's what we really got to be careful about to make sure that what we're looking at and what we're listening to is what follows scripture and that's going to be your answer uh, we said the truth sets us free. Well, the Bible, we, the, the, the name of this podcast, Source of Truth. Why? Because the Bible is the source of truth. It's not me. It's not a church. It's the Bible. So you need to take what they're saying, go to Scripture. Now, you can sit down with another preacher and say, they said this. What does that say in comparison to Scripture? And that's good. It's good to learn. It's good to be listening. But as long as you always remember, your answer needs to be Scripture, which is why God tells us to study to show ourselves approved unto God. And that's why it's important to be in the Word of God, study the Word of God, and make that your source. So you can know and you can recognize the false teachers. 
Well, thanks again for joining us today, giving us a few minutes to be together in God's Word. If you've got any questions about this, whether it be whether you know for sure you're on your way to heaven, you've been given a lot of answers, or better yet, a lot of questions. But what does the Bible say? We'd love a chance to answer that. You can contact us here at Grace Baptist Church in Bakersfield, California. Uh, you can email me. That's on our website. and uh, Or uh, send us a question through one of the social media pages you're looking at. And if we can, if we can, we'll be in, if we can answer that question for you, hopefully that will be an encouragement. We look forward to continuing in this study tomorrow and hope you join us as we continue tomorrow.